Flasher Slots, the horror podcast you never thought you needed. My name is Rob. And I'm Anthony, and each week we're going to be reviewing a different horror movie and telling some funny stories along the way. And a couple of slutty stories as well. Keep listening to find out what movie we're going to review this week. This week we decided to watch the movie His House on Netflix. Which I have seen for a while, but I never watched it because I thought the trailer looked stupid. And then I saw that trailer when we were just browsing Netflix, and you even said it was a different one. And than the one I looked, had seen before, yeah. yeah. And it was super creepy looking, like eerily, like edge of your seat the whole time creepy. So I decided to give that one a try, and I enjoyed it. It was really good. It legitimately made you jump at least two times. That's like true. hard jumps. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. So the movie starts out on a boat. Yeah. In the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You could clearly tell that they're refugees. They're trying to escape something that's happening. Boat blows up somehow, and there are people just in the water, and then they wake up in this detention camp. I guess it's a refugee camp. For, uh, out in London is where they were. I'm not exactly sure where they came from. Yeah, they don't really talk about where in Africa they came from. So I'm a little concerned because, like, just knowing basic geography, Africa to England, there's a lot of land in the middle, and if they took a boat around all of that land, yeah, then that's really fucking risky. Yeah, but anything to get out of the horrible position that they were in so i get it so they get put into this home to try and prove that they're good people it is the ghetto i think the ghetto is a nice term for it (laughs) uh that house was absolutely trashed yeah he's like oh we didn't get the cleaners to come in okay um i think the cleaners have missed a few years guy like yeah the walls were disgusting. The floor, everything. Disgusting. But that person was the most famous person in this movie. Yes, he was. Matt Smith. The doctor. Sure. The good doctor. Not really. Not that show. No. <laughs> That's the kid from Bates Motel. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a doctor in Doctor Who. I've never watched a single episode of Doctor Who. Me neither. But it's very big in London. Yes. And, you know, I, like, I've never seen Doctor Who, but, like, I know who he is. So after they've settled in to this house, um, there's a lot of commotion going outside. Neighbors are fucking just running amok. And he, hoodlums. Yeah. They were hoodlums. Throwing shit. Breaking mm-hmm. shit. At their house. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. They live there, and they're just busting up their neighbor's shit. And then he starts freaking out, and you're like, okay. And then you start to hear, like, machine guns in the background, and you're like, okay, something must have happened. And in the beginning, you know, and then they showed they were on the boat, they lost their child, which was very sad. Yeah, that's got to be the most traumatic thing, because you have to think that, like, the reason they're leaving the country is for the betterment of their child's life. And to lose that child on the journey over to the better life, that's got to do something to your head. Like, that's got to fuck you up. Yeah. Ugh. And you could even see in the way they were talking and, like, stuff. Like, they want to be here. They don't want to go back. They can't go back, essentially. They have nothing to go back to. Yes, if they go back, they're dead. 
is what it is. It doesn't matter how long it's going to take, they will die there. The house itself in shambles. Holes everywhere. Weird, just like random holes throughout this one room. There's one on the floor where it's like, okay, something's going to grab at your leg. And then there's yeah. one like <laughs> at his face and you're like, okay, something's just going to pop out there. So you're like, okay, it's I expect gonna grab your it. face. <laughs> right. It's like a creepy glory hole. Uh, yeah, if that's the way you want to describe it. <laughs> With a very bad surprise at the end. Glory holes have always been just like weird to me. I... Not really my thing. It's the mystery of you don't know what's on the other side. I mean, I is guess. it a dude? Is it a chick? Is it a mouth? Is it a vagina? Is it an asshole? Mm. Is it just going to be a hand? Ugh. Is it just going to be something licking? Like you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Well, it could just literally chop your penis off too. Well, that would be a sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you would be allowed back there with a knife. I hope. <laughs> Ah, uh, you never know. I mean, yeah, those places are a little shady. Yeah. But, of course, the power doesn't work in their house. Yeah, why would it, you know? So they've got candles to keep them. So it's like, okay, all right, you got the candle. It's going to be fucking creepy. Of course. They, you just start hearing bumps in the night and, like, the wife, no idea what the hell is going on. So it's just stalking him. Yeah, he's just, like going downstairs hearing like the humming a woman humming you know in a dark corner of a room and you're just like mm, that's creepy as fuck i would leave the room mm-hmm. but i guess coming from where they're from that type of shit doesn't scare them man just walks right into the fucking corner of the room sees the hole hears the humming come out of the hole and decides i'm gonna stick my hand in that mm. no no, dude. You don't stick your hand in holes that voices are coming out of. And when he got just pulling the rope, and it got dirtier, and then it started to get wet, and then there was seaweed on it, and you're just like, that's fucking weird. And he just kept pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling, and then finally the fucking doll comes out attached to the thing, and you're like, that's strange. Yeah, why would there be a doll at the end of seaweed rope? Right. And then he goes to, like, look at it closer, and these two fucking ghost hands just come and <laughs> snatch it right up. <laughs> Is that what you think a vagina would be like, Robert? Mm. <laughs> just creature yeah. snatching and pulling things into it? Yeah, it's probably got, like, fucking teeth on it. It's <laughs> fucking latch on and pull it in. Doesn't let go. Mm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Yeah, um, he was super invested in that rope. A lot more invested than I would have been if I found a random rope in my wall. Started off as like an electric, a cable wire yeah. to fix the fucking light problem that they mm -hmm. have. But, you know, he was so highly invested in it that like we as viewers see this creepy thing behind him just getting closer and closer. It kind of reminded me of Hill House in like the ghosty aspect, but like way scarier. Not that Hill House wasn't scary, but, you know, this one really got, like, got in your face. Like, when all of those ghosts were attacking him, oh. that was insane. Yeah, like... And the light battle, it's just like, come on, we've seen all of these movies before. Mm-hmm. Leave the fucking lights on. If you know yeah. you're having a problem, once you got the lights on, I never would have turned them off again. Yeah, no, I would have then busted the light switch so it could never go down again. Oh, Like, God. rip the light switch out of the wall and let it just be on all the time. Mm-hmm. You know darkness is where this thing thrives, like you've seen it happen. 
No, absolutely not. You really want to see that shit every night? Like, mm. mm -mm. So their whole point is to be there and be better people and... Show they fit into society. Right, so they're going out, they're doing things, he meets this weird group of people and I don't even know if it was a church or a pub because I thought it was a church it did say Methodist church right? on the outside but the inside looked like a bar right and drinking and watching. watching sports so I'm just like yeah what is going on and the way he called him over was a little weird he yeah goes, hey you a refugee right <laughs> what the fuck guy a lot of profiling happening in this movie. Oh, yeah. That. He walked into the mall, and that security officer, as soon as he walked past him, he parked up and was like... <sighs> he put his hot. tea right down, because mm -hmm. you know it's tea. They're in London. Mm. He ain't drinking coffee. Mm -mm. Put that shit down and followed him. Yeah. It was... <sighs> Incredibly racist. But yes. I get it a little bit, you know, if they have a refugee problem... If but, it's a place where refugees go, you know, watch them make sure that they're doing the right thing. So, you know, I get it, but still, still dude, he's just still, shopping. Right. Leave him alone. Him. Right. Literally just walked in. Hasn't said a word to anybody either. He walked right to the clothes. He's checking them out, looking at prices. She went out and <laughs> fucking, or when she went out and was walking around and got lost and then... That part was creepy because, because it was the, the kid... kid the kid mm -hmm. at the dead end and then she goes around the other way there he fucking is yeah the movie had me a little confused at times with stuff like that there were a lot of moments where i'm just kind of like what is going on yeah there's a lot of mind fuckery happening yeah the movie honestly makes you question what is real yeah what are they actually seeing what is a, just a dream essentially because you find out all of this stuff is happening to him while he's asleep i think like maybe i i don't know like he when he saw him in the fire and he was just literally sitting there when she found him and he was just sitting there mouth wide open like tears in his eyes and he had pissed his pants just sitting there in fear yeah and it's like did he actually have a conversation with this creature they think they called it an apeth yeah night witch I like that they it's a it's a new type of ghost story. Like that was cool. I like the the reason why. Yes, and it even existed. gives you the hint, you know, when she tells you the story that a thief. So then it makes at least for me it made me wonder what did he steal that was valuable enough to have this thing come after him. Okay, so I want to get into a little bit of spoiler territory, so for anybody that hasn't seen it, pause right here, go watch it, and then come right back so you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, don't want to ruin anything for you, but we gotta talk about that. Yeah, this is your warning. This whole time, they're like, we lost our daughter, that's what you think, you know, they mm -hmm. lost their daughter this whole time. Then she tells you that story, and then you come to find out that their daughter is the one that was stolen from somebody else, and that's why they're being haunted by this thing. Because he let her die at sea, essentially. He stole her life from her. I don't know if it's so much stole her life or just stole her in, in general. general. But I mean, I feel like if she had a good life with them in London, maybe this thing wouldn't have come after them. Maybe. 
but it was just stole from my land. Yeah. That was the whole point of this. Like, he stole from their land. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't even know if it's about the fact that she died. It's about the fact that they did it. Yeah. And she died. But the fact that they Double did whammy. it. But the fact that they did it in the first place is the reason why he's following them. So it was kind of like a really interesting mind fuck. Yeah, it was a really well done twist because you legitimately have no idea that this is not their daughter, you know, because you don't get enough of a backstory about them. But it almost makes me wonder, did the mother know about? She had to have known the whole time that, why would she have said that story to him if, you know, things were getting a little, like, spooky when they first got there? (laughs) And then all of a sudden, now she's telling you this story, which means, like, because of what you did, basically, is what she said. Because of what you did, this is what's happening. But she just tells the story, and it's like she acts like she didn't know she had a daughter, or she was just saying that she did because that would make their story better. Yeah, I feel like it might be some sort of, like... Like, help in the refugee camp kind of yeah, thing. Like, the relocation program. You know, oh, they lost their child. They were a good family, and they right. lost her at sea. Right. We shouldn't send them back. Let's give them a chance. You know? Yeah. But then it's like, does she actually believe this in her head? Because you see the way she's acting in the beginning of the movie. The child's doll. She takes the beads off the bottom and fashions a necklace out of it. So it's like she must have cared for this child at least a little bit. But it, did she rationalize it and say, well, we took her, so I guess now she is my fucking daughter. But you know what? She just... Great. Fantastic actress. Oh, Both yes. of them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who they are, though. No. Absolutely no idea who they are. But they're very good. Like, super convincing in their eyes like their eyes really mm-hmm. did a lot they conveyed she a lot had some tiggle bitties <laughs> yeah huge i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god girl you are she was walking around with like the biggest cantaloupes i've ever seen in my life yeah she was very well endowed um so he starts going mad and she's trying to escape from the house like he literally takes all the door handles off all the window handles off so you can't open anything meanwhile it's all fucking glass you can just break it so she tries to escape and he tries to stop her and she stabs him with the screwdriver and locks him in one of the rooms and as she's walking out all of a sudden now she's back in africa yeah in a school i'm assuming because yeah, that's what it looked like it looked like a school you know there's classrooms and she sees all of her friends, and there's praying and chanting and all that stuff. And it was, it was a nice little sentiment. It was a touching moment. You right. got to see more of her culture. And a, more, a softer side to A happier her. side. Yeah. She needed a happier side. Been through a lot, this woman. Oof. So then it automatically cuts to just all you see in the corner is this cupboard. And... She falls out. She falls out, and it's just standing there not saying a word just looking like that scene was she must (sighs) that's a trauma response yeah and the whole time i'm standing there i'm like why is she just standing there like that and i can hear you can hear the gunshots in the background and you're just like okay so uh, maybe she's too scared to move yeah that's what i'm thinking and then 
I'm like, you hear the gunshots, mm-hmm. and she's the only one there. Everyone else, nobody else is literally there except for him and her. And he's just calling her name, trying to find her. Where are the bodies? Yeah, you right. know something happened. And then the camera pans out, and you can see all of her friends that you just saw in that vision dead, yeah. massacred. Mm-hmm. Flies already buzzing. Ugh. So he finds her, and then they come across this bus, and it's already at max capacity. Way There was no room for anybody else. No. She let on a mother and child, and he sees this little girl standing next to her. He picks her up. This is a child. This is my child. Let's them all on, and then they finally get on the bus before it goes away, and then you find out that it's not their child. No, it's just a child who lost her own mother. I understand why he did it. He to get on the to bus. get away. He wanted to like have the, a better life. It's like the guy on the Titanic. Yeah. He just wanted to live, essentially, is what it was. Selfish but how. he stole a child to do that. And then ended up costing that child her life. Which is so sad. But then you find out the reason this creature, this witch, is appearing to both of them is... Because he owes the creature, essentially, his life in exchange for the child's life. First, the creature makes an offer to him and says, If you cut yourself and sever your flesh, I will bring the kid back to life. But when she has the vision and she's talking to him, he said, Give me his body. Which, to me, I assumed that meant kill him and I just want, like, I want him dead for her life. Yes, Turns out that was not the case. All of a sudden, the entire house starts to shake. Yeah, because he takes it upon himself to actually... Do it. Do it, out of guilt, I'm assuming. Remorse. For what he had done. Yes. (laughs) This huge hole opens up in the floor, and you're like, oh, great. Coming straight from hell. (laughs) And this really tall, really saggy-tittied creature... Yeah, it didn't even have genitals. No. I did check. Oh. I mean... You're checking for demon dick? Come on. If something comes out of the ground naked, you tell me you're not going to look for a dick or something? If anything comes at me naked, I'm looking. Exactly. (laughs) It's just human curiosity. Uh Uh-huh. You're just like, all right, what's it packing? Right. It's got a fucking arm down there. It's got what? That's what I'm always thinking. I'm always like, hmm, I wonder. (laughs) But, you know, of course I checked. The ghosts in this movie were creepy, but almost kind of, like, zombie-esque a little bit, which, I mean, makes sense, I guess, if they're all dead. But the main creature, Path... Path? Path? Uh, a Path? path Nightwitch? I don't Night know. Witch. They called it a couple things. Yeah. It was... Its eyes were really creepy. Very yes. creepy. The skin tone and the way it looked was very like walking dead ish yeah it was it it wasn't what i expected from the story me either that's not what i thought it was gonna look like i thought it would be like sort of this old like a decrepit old witch type of thing that you see in normal movies with like the hooked nose the long creepy fingers which it did have those what he did with those fingers is way worse I do have to say that it had a great, wonderful ending 
the moral <laughs> of the story literally says it out loud and you're like oh well there it is <laughs> this is the story this yep. is the message yeah this is the whole point mm-hmm. he what did he say he was like your ghosts follow you everywhere you can't move on until you faced your past or something like let like, them in or something yeah you have to let them in before you can move on and you're just yeah. like oh there's the moral <laughs> all right but we know what you did to survive and then like as soon as that happens all of a sudden they're no longer ghosts they're the humans that they're everyone's just fucking standing there and you're like whoa that's a lot of people yeah i actually thought maybe that that's what they were seeing all the time now but who were who were some of those other people? Because there was I saw a little Asian boy, I saw a tall white man. <laughs> yeah, uh, there were a whole bunch. So are those other people that like died in that house? Or I think it's just like a message for like the refugee struggle in general. They all look like refugees. You know, none of them were very well dressed. Yeah, and there's refugees from all over. So I think it's more of like them having to accept their past. And we're all in this together. Yeah, you know. High School Musical. Yeah. (laughs) Hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Mm -hmm. We're all one. I thought it was a little weird, though, at the end, when the demon came out, that she just took the knife and slit its throat. Yeah, I... That was weird. Isn't it like a ghosty type of thing? Yeah, I thought it was this being that had a lot of power... The fact that it died from what looks like an ordinary kitchen knife was a little strange. A little anticlimactic. But there's also the element that I found most fascinating with that part is the whole time the movie is trying to make you guess what's really happening to them and what isn't. I thought maybe that that demon coming out of the ground was not something that actually happened, but more of like in his head type of deal. But then, cut next day, they covered the hole in the kitchen with a carpet. <laughs> that was, so, you can <laughs> that was still a see, little like, too small. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just take a picture, it's like, mm, But then added. it makes you wonder, where's the body? Is that why the barbecue was on? I think they were grilling up some Apeth Night Witch, you know, and having a little barbecue at the neighbors. Mm. And then... <laughs> the people are walking around she's like i think i'm gonna paint this room red (laughs) and i'm I'm, the whole time i'm like they're not gonna still be living there they're totally gonna kick them out what the fuck is going on they think you're batshit crazy right (laughs) like come on dude maybe they'll let you stay because he did have that touching moment with him where he was like we are good people and you know we're happy here you know he had that like lock eyes moment with matthew smith's character so it makes you hope the way he was acting, especially when he was in their office, you're probably getting sent back. So what would you rate this? I thought this movie was really good, and I thought for not having the blood and gore and multiple deaths that the other movies we've been watching have had. <laughs> that you know, I just, love my blood, guts, and gore. Yeah, but like... It still freaks you out. It still had these moments where I ju- I jumped, you know? Like when the creepy things are running around the freaking walls and stuff, and you see hands coming out, and the lights start turning off behind you. Like, that to me, that's like, oh. When things are happening behind you that you don't know about, mm. and there's the chance that something's going to touch you from behind, mm. I don't like you. As a whole, 
I think this movie's a solid like eight to eight five somewhere in there. Okay, I liked the elements of spookiness. I like the ghosts. I like the storyline as well. I mean, it was it was a little hard to follow at some points. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of weird flashbacks and a lot of just like weird scenes in general like when he's eating and cutting the knife and then all of a sudden it just fades out into the ocean I mean it makes sense later I guess mm-hmm. but at that point you have no idea what's going on so you're just like uh <laughs> this is weird yeah I mean at that point I was mostly wondering why is he using his knife like that well he's cutting into a bowl and still he was he was jamming that shit well he was pissed he just had that argument with his wife I guess I don't take it out on the food. I would probably give it a 7.5. Not bad. It did have its violent moments and its creepy moments, but I thought it could have been just explained a little bit better. And I also feel like, I mean, we listened to it pretty loud, but if we didn't have the subtitles on, we wouldn't have heard half that shit. Yeah, like the creeping and the skittering and like that type of stuff. No. Only reason you noticed it was it told you. Well, I'm sorry. I need the subtitles. I'm deaf as fuck. <laughs> I don't mind it. I watch everything with subtitles. I like reading. Anthony. Yes. My birthday is in a one month from now. Today is the 23rd. In one month from now, I will be 30. Yes, but we will be celebrating in style. I know. I'm so excited. Very Bye, peasants. <laughs> Wave as we walk by. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> uh, if your dad's there, then <laughs> not kidding. Mm, that's true. He does like to wave to the peasants. He is, he does think he is a lord. <laughs> Didn't your mom... Or your sister? Michael did. Michael. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I know I saw something that somebody bought him that lordship thing that was on the internet. Mm-hmm. And then for his birthday, Michael got him a painted picture of like his face on a... Royal body? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like a royal insane. portrait that they uh-huh. get done. <laughs> uh-huh. Looks just like him. It's that's, creepy. That's perfect. <laughs> I hope it's hanging up over a fireplace yeah. in that house. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I am very excited. It should be a lot of fun. The other houses haven't been revealed yet. All I know still is Hill House for sure. Super excited. Yes. Bride of Frankenstein, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. I'm excited for Beetlejuice. And I believe the horror and the horror icon trail. Yes, the past. The uh, capture. All of them, right? All of yes. the, the iconic icons. That should be great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for my first Halloween Horror Nights. I'm excited for your birthday. It's going to be a wild time. I'm excited for Fat Tuesdays. Yes, they're basically we will be drunk the entire time. Mm. I'm excited for the water park too, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, especially in that Florida heat. Mm. Yeah, it does get really hot. So next week is episode 10. Yes, very special episode coming up. We have another special guest coming on, and it's going to be wild. All right, everybody. Well, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Slasher Sluts, and please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Slasher Sluts Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Slasher Sluts Podcast Group, if you haven't already done that. You can also visit us at SlasherSlutsPodcast.com to follow 
all of our social medias. Remember to be good people. And make good life choices. (laughs) 